This is the Alchemize Your Life podcast. On this episode, we're talking all about how your body is a drug addict. That didn't come out. I that whatever. That was not the song I was expecting that, it that to was, be. That, yeah, let's just go on. Okay. Hi, I'm Cian Kenshin. And I'm Sophie Ma. And we're here to alchemize, alchemize your life. In this podcast. We show you how to apply the principles of spirituality, prosperity, and sexuality to create true and lasting transformations in your life and business. Join us at the PRISM Institute of Quantum Alchemy as we explore the ancient, esoteric teachings of Buddhism, Tantra, Hermetics, and more. As we weave these primal energies together within ourselves, we repair the fractured consciousness of humanity itself. Join us in liberating the world and realizing that the gold is in you. Did you know that your body is basically a raging drug addict? I mean, I knew that about my body. <laughs> what about yours? I mean, mine too. And yours. And yours. Theirs. And theirs. Theirs. And yeah. everyone's. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not everybody here is smoking crack every day. No. Just us. No, but they're, they're addicted to different kinds of chemicals. You're not even going to address the just us comment? Oh, I missed that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right over your head. <laughs> Anyways, how's let's that, just pretend how's that, that. How's that for like mindful awareness? A lack thereof. <laughs> Anywho, okay, tell me. I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> You've been napping all day. Anyways, so. No, I set up our web server. Oh, right. Thank that's, you. That's not that what's kind of napping for me. Yeah. Like I can do it in a trance. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, so. You, you guys still have to let us know if you like our banter or not. Because <laughs> there's a lot of Because it's going to keep coming until you tell us to stop. <laughs> and even then it might still keep going. Yeah. So, that'll just excite us more. Yeah. Oh, good. They don't like it. Let's do more of it. Yeah. <laughs> Sophie and Cian banter show. <laughs> I just need like a, like a big fat joint here. Like. Ew. <laughs> So this one time, I'm not a fan of joints. No, I have nothing wrong with other people smoking them, but I, I, it's never stated me well. Yeah, I, I used to smoke weed way, way, way back, and then I, it stopped being good for me. Oh, I don't know that it's well. It, no, I just I couldn't function on it. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah I know lots of people that it's very, very helpful for them. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I do too, and that's that's great. Yeah, but for me, no. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Yeah. Same here. Okay, so um, we are all raging crack and uh, pot addicts. Tell no, me how. No, no, it's 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 a different kind of chemicals. Oh. We're addicted to emotions. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Buddha talked about this like way back, but oh, what um, did Buddha say? Tell me. Uh, you have attachment to desire and a aversion. Mm, okay. Right? And emotions just kind of right on top of that. Right. And they're they're just like the emotional content based off of desire and aversion attraction aversion mm -hmm. yeah um but joe dispenza he really 
unpacks this a lot deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you and I went to his advanced retreat, in which was wonderful, Cancun in twenty twenty. Oh my gosh, thirty five hundred people in a closed space in the middle of COVID. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody got sick. Nobody got sick. Imagine there were no masks that. and. Shh, we're not oh wait, to say we're that. not supposed. Oh well, no, it's after the fact now. That's for this audience okay, only. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And he talked. He talked a lot about the um, the body and detoxing it from its addiction to a specific cocktail of emotions. Mm-hmm. And the way he describes it is, listen, at the physical level, an emotion in your body is experienced as a specific cocktail of hormones, proteins, neurotransmitters, and such Mm -hmm. that are all associated with that very specific type of emotion, whether it's anger or sadness or frustration or overwhelm. Could also be joy or bliss. Joy or bliss, yeah. If those are your regular operating states. I was definitely addicted to those at one point. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Aren't we all? Yeah, and when someone would take those away from me, I'd get really angry. (laughs) Did you ever... Adrenaline, yeah. yeah. That, that's a, a conscious relating conversation for in that, another day, folks. Yeah, I think we've touched on that one before. Briefly, yes. But yeah, we should dive into it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so like every every emotion that you experience is associated with specific cocktail of, of like physical layer mm-hmm. um, uh, manifestations. Mm-hmm. So hormones, proteins. Yeah. So, so basically your anger gets turned into um, a bunch of different chemicals in your body. And your body gets flooded with it. And that's Absolutely the wave. flooded. That's the wave you feel. That's the heat, the flash, the... If it's anger right? or the contraction and the like gloominess and the lethargy that might come with something like grief or sadness or the heart racing and the sweating and the hand clenching that might come from anxiety. Yeah. Like this is why they ascribe emotion to like the realm of water right like in the tarot it's 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 the suit of cups mm-hmm. it's emotion mm-hmm. um even in alchemy it's water right mm-hmm. well, of course it is <laughs> um even you, in astrology we in see astrology, that yeah because like, yeah. cancer right like <laughs> cancer scorpio, scorpio yeah, yeah all these water signs pisces. pisces yeah there's at least three there's only three <laughs> <laughs> um but you get hit with this wave this right. wave of water. A wave of water of emotion. You get hit with a wave of emotion. It just kind of knocks you over. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wave of emotion is like a chain reaction, a chemical reaction in your body. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting thing. Now, let me just, can I yeah, just yeah, insight yeah, here? So, like, let's just look at what is a drug addiction. So, like, let's look at, like, nicotine or cocaine or crack or even pot. Any of those things, when they are ingested, that is an external stimuli hitting the body. And what happens? It causes a very specific reaction in the body, which is a cocktail of neurotransmitters, hormones, proteins. Um, when you eat a certain food, or buy clothes, or play the lotto, right? Same thing is happening. Or speed down the street, 
right? Mm-hmm. Same thing is happening. An external stimulus is creating a reaction in the body that is creating a very specific mix of neurotransmitters, proteins, proteins. and hormones. Yeah. And now when we're saying, okay, you you saw somebody flip you off while you were driving and that made you angry, we're again saying external stimuli created a wave of hormones, proteins, and neurotransmitters. neurotransmitters. Exactly. So we're seeing here, we're starting to draw the line for you guys of how external stimuli creates an internal experience happens, whether that's food, whether that's drugs, whether that's alcohol, whether that is playing the lotto, shopping, or seeing somebody do something on the news that you don't agree with. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and normally this, this, this function is, is okay. It's, it's in fact, it's the best part of life is, is emotion, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, why do we want money so we can be free? So we can experience things that make us feel good. Why do we want freedom so we can feel the feeling of freedom? Mm -hmm. And that's a specific cocktail of hormones, hormones, neurotransmitters, and and proteins. proteins. Oh, 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 I've got a better one. Why do we donate to charity? So we can feel good. So we can get a specific cocktail cocktail of of hormones, neurotransmitters, and proteins. Okay, you guys didn't hear us say that a lot today. You're probably sick of it already. I think you're getting the point. You get a cocktail. A cocktail of stuff. Very very scientific term. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it is at at the core of what drives us, Mm -hmm. right? Um, we and we talked about dopamine before, but this 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 one leans more into the habitual side of things. Mm-hmm. So so normally it's fine and getting this cocktail and getting a wide range of emotions and you know having the swing, sadness, happiness, and knowing the polarities there and mm-hmm. experiencing all of the wonderful diversity that life has to give. Mm-hmm. However, you know, just like if. Um, having one joint a day turns into having 10 joints a day, you know, that could become a problem, mm-hmm. right? Or Are you saying that one, one line a day of cocaine is one fine, line but 10 lines is not okay? I mean, maybe, just checking. Maybe, maybe, maybe more than one line a month. <laughs> I, I don't know how to measure that. <laughs> I'm sure there's a line there somewhere. But I'm bumped. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, it's a matter of how does it affect your life and um, how does this habit get formed? We're really looking at like the habit side of it, right? Like the effects are kind of like a judgment. Mm-hmm. But if, if we can just set that aside for a moment and say like initially everything that we do becomes an emotion of some sort, mm-hmm. a wave, and the body gets used to and enjoys certain types of emotions. And for everyone, it's a little bit different. And let's just preface here, like when we're using the word enjoy, we're using it pretty loosely. So let's just clarify here. When we're saying the body enjoys something, what we mean is that the body is happiest when it's in a state of homeostasis, homeostasis yeah. right? Your body is designed always, always, always to reach homeostasis. Homeostasis in orgasms, in sleep hours, in sleep cycles, in hormones, in amount of food consumed, um, amount of hours spent doing activity, uh, temperature. Your body works best 
when it is regulated, even the amount of fat that you carry on your body or the amount of muscle that you carry on your body, all of that is based on your body's desire to be in a state of homeostasis. Mm-hmm. And when you try to break that state of homeostasis, it will actually be very resistant to you. People that have gone on like, you know, really intense diets or really intense like weight gaining protocols will know this. The body will resist the change because it wants to stay at homeostasis. So it will do everything it can to stay where it is, to stay nice and cozy and comfortable because that is where you are most efficient. And that's a really good segue. Um, What happens when you finally create a habit out of that new workout reg- regim- regimen <laughs> <laughs> or that new di- or that new diet mm-hmm. right what happens is the body shifts its idea of homeostasis mm-hmm. of like oh so this is the new balance that this I'm is the new normal be. this is the new normal that i'm supposed to be of proteins and neurotransmitters and hormones the cocktail this is my cocktail this is my standard new cocktail this is my new recipe yeah you know and i'm going to keep things in these levels now Mm -hmm. and this is why habit formation can be so challenging you guys because it's not that like you don't have willpower or you're not doing the best that you absolutely can we know that you are but everything in your body is like no we don't do that thing That's not a thing that's in my regular operating procedure. That's not part of my regular cocktail. And when you do that thing, I feel things that are not normal, that are not part of my regular homeostasis. So we're going to make it really hard for you to do that thing because you're pushing me outside of balance. Yeah. And, and that can, and like that system can work for you or against you. Mm -hmm. It's just working really is what's happening yeah it's not right wrong or indifferent the judgment comes after the fact right of like oh i don't like this Mm -hmm. why am i always sad Mm -hmm. you know why do i always find an excuse to get upset at like everything that happens in my life right and so if you haven't made the connection yet here's here's the connection that cn is drawing is that this also happens with your normalized emotions yes whatever emotion you are already feeling on a regular basis like if you are feeling anxious 80% of the time, even 50% of the time, then that is your homeostasis. That is your natural state. And the body is going to fight to keep you there. It can be as simple as having uh, spent a decade in corporate where you're jacked up on adrenaline and caffeine and like just stress trying to make deadlines all the time. And like you've never ever allowed yourself to relax until Mm -hmm. you meet this boy who's like, geez, you got to relax. Why am I feeling personally called out right now? <laughs> By the way, it was nearly two decades in corporate. Okay, two decades, yeah. So, nearly. And and then like once you start to relax, all of a sudden you get this twitch of like something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I've got to do something. Yeah. Or even worse, what usually happens at the beginning stages of this is not even a twitch of something's wrong, but an actual serving up of a reason mm-hmm. to be upset. So oh, the, yeah. the body... Yeah, the, f- the field is very wise. <laughs> yeah, and so the body will create for you either external or internal awarenesses of reasons to bring you back into that cocktail because it's trying to say, hey, you always feel stressed at this level. Now, for the last month, you haven't, and that's not normal. We don't like that. That's yeah. not homeostasis. It's a different cocktail. We're jonesing. For our regular cocktail, we actually don't know how to function at this level. So we're going to give you things to generate that feeling of stress, which could look like either internal like thoughts or images being projected into the mind, 
or your willingness to like let something that wouldn't normally bother you or stress you out get to you. Or you fi go find something. Or you can actually go out in search of something. Un unconsciously. To unconsciously to stress you out. Or you literally just manifest it. Yes. Right. Because also you're, possible. Because your subconscious is doing all of your manifestation. Yes. And it's also part of the body. Mm -hmm. And so, you know. If the body wants something, it's going to call it in. Yes, it does. This is why shadow work is such an important part of doing your manifestation rituals. Uh, it's also one of the reasons why we really like magic, because magic doesn't really require or necessitate shadow work at the same level for the same reasons. It does, but for different reasons. It operates at a deeper level and reprograms the... Uh, Both a deeper and a higher level, I would say. It reprograms the code that says my cocktail is this. Yes. <laughs> basically, directly. So, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But if you're dealing with you know regular manifestation, you better believe that everything you're saying you're wanting and everything that you're manifesting is going through the filter of your subconscious mind. And so if you're saying, hey, I really want like, I don't know, a pink Mercedes, and then that gets pushed through your subconscious, which feels wildly unworthy of a pink Mercedes or kind of doesn't like the color pink or thinks people that drive Mercedes are assholes. Guess what? You ain't getting that Mercedes. Mm. So that's manifestation. Now, this goes further when we're looking at, hey, you haven't had this thing to stress about for a long time. You're not, you haven't felt stressed. Are you on vacation? You haven't been stressed for like seven straight days. Or you haven't been overwhelmed in, yeah. in a while. Let me, let me just make sure that your bus is late and you miss your flight so mm -hmm. we can experience the feeling of overwhelm when you come home. Yeah. Or when you get back to work, let's make sure that it's a fucking shit show to come back to. Or all this meditation that CN guy's been getting you to do has really been like de-stressing you and calming you down and putting your life together. Why don't we just like procrastinate a whole bunch of things so that we can feel overwhelmed tomorrow? Or pick a fight with our partner or, or our, our partner. kids yeah. or our family. Yeah. yeah. Um, how else does this show up for people? Hmm. I feel like those are some really, really good examples. Like for me, the way it shows up most often is actually images being projected into my mind, which is amazing because it's really easy to catch for me in those mm -hmm. cases. It wasn't always. Not for a lot of people though. Yeah. And so I would, for example, uh, this is actually one that was coming recently. Things were going so well while we were in Winnipeg. Things were, were just having this amazing time visiting our hometown, catching up with family and friends. And every now and then out of nowhere, I would have an image of like Aurora being hit by a car or something projected into my, or something equally horrific projected into my <laughs> mind. And for me, this is great because it's like, it's actually so obscene that I'm like, ha, nice try subconscious mind, nice try body. We're not buying that today. But sometimes it's a lot more subtle. Oh yeah. Right? Usually and, you, it and it does grab you. Well, especially if you haven't done the work to disidentify with your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Mm -hmm. And if, if that phrase doesn't make any sense to you, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like, what are you talking about? Disidentify with my thought. That's what I am. Mm -hmm. If that's you, that that's fine. Just start meditating and you'll 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 see what I mean someday. Five minutes a day, we have a <laughs> podcast episode on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, like if you literally believe that you are, and, and a lot of people that, you know, the listeners here, um, if they, not themselves, but deal with like friends and family and fools. Um, friends most, and family and fools. <laughs> most people on this planet believe innately every thought, feeling, and emotion that arises inside of them is them. Oh, guys, A, that's bullshit. And not only are you not those things, but most of those things are also bullshit. 
Don't believe yeah. every thought you well, have. That's, that's that's the problem. Yeah. That's like the problem. Yeah. The, the global problem that causes all the other problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we solve that and like everything else kind of takes care of itself. There you, you know? go. So solve that, you guys. Yeah. You are not your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And in fact, do not believe them because they are not there to do anything other than inform you of the chemical cocktail happening in your body at that specific moment. Yeah. And so I'm just going to say, like, even once you do the work and disidentify, you're still subject to them. Like, of course. Still, they still come up. Yeah. Right? Like Sophie was talking about. And Joe Dispenza talks about, you know, he he talked, he actually, uh, he shared a really wonderful story um, at, uh, at the advanced retreat. And he... Um, Stop it. <laughs> they can hear it when you're doing that. Okay. <laughs> He's like sitting here like clicking his fingers and I'm trying to get him to stop casually and it distracted him. So anyways, back on track. Yeah. So anyways, so the 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 way that it happens is like you want to change your behavior, right? You're like, okay, I'm not going to get angry at whatever happens. And like a couple of days is great. You kind of notice a few things, you know, if you've done the work, you can see, oh, yeah, that that would trigger me if, if I let it. And, I'm, and you know, you're just going to breathe through just it. Gonna breathe. I'm just going to like, you know, like stop, open, relax, let it pass through, feel the emotion, but not like let it really grab me, right? Um, but then like a couple days in, weekend, two weeks in, man, it gets insistent, doesn't it? If you can even go a week. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, just vile stuff will start popping into your mind out of nowhere, guys. Out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And it's like, just starts throwing the whole kitchen sink at you. Now, this is why a lot of people never get free. Like, they'll do the work, they'll meditate and all this stuff, but they can't seem to get free of that one emotion. Because the body is literally addicted to it, and it is doing everything in its power to make sure that you stay in that emotion. So Joe Dispenza had a really, really good example. So, yeah, the story he, he told, um, or did you have an actual example? Or just no, the story? no, story, yeah. Yeah, so, so the story he told, he's like, guys, you know, like, even me, like with all my alchemy and everything, like I had to sit there and, and he was like hugging himself at this point and kind of rocking on the stage, right? You can see him like holding my body in a loving embrace as it Which was really more kicked. of a death grip, let's be honest. Yeah. As it kicked and it screamed and it snorted and it cried and it was just shaking and shuddering as it detoxed mm-hmm. from this cocktail of emotion. And like, really, if you can visualize, like, you know, we see this on TV or maybe you have personal experience of it, but like, what does it look like when you're in withdrawal? If you see somebody that's in withdrawal from cigarettes or somebody that's in withdrawal from, yeah, like crack or cocaine or anything like that, it's not a pretty sight, right? Like the body is sweating, it's convulsing, you're nauseous, right? Because you're detoxing all of the shit out of your body and your body's trying to bring you to homeostasis and it is fucking uncomfortable. And that's after 
you get like that's the reward you get for not believing the stories it pops into your head so it's like it's kind of a <laughs> shitty so, a reward so like, system you know you actually have to be pretty highly advanced to pass the whole story level of like oh you know like i am the master of my thoughts i witness my thoughts and i don't let them grab me I don't let them fabricate something. I, like the body can project thoughts into my mind. Sure, fine. That doesn't mean I'm going to let them continue to play through my mind and grab onto it and fabricate it into something else. Mm -hmm. No. It doesn't mean we push them away. It just means we just let them go with love. Yeah. I just stop it. I look at it and I'm like, hello. How you doing? I know you're not me. You want to go for pizza? <laughs> Oh, now I'm pizza triggered. Oh my god, Not we just actually. ate so much food. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 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 yeah. So so like you get to that level. I mean, that's that's highly advanced for most people, mm -hmm. right? That's that's a couple months of meditation, daily meditation, yeah, right. Um, where you can finally witness your thoughts as they arise and know that they are not you, and not let them like control you. Mm -hmm. Then it throws the emotion at you. Right. Then, then it throws the withdrawal symptoms. The withdrawal symptoms and the detail. That, that's actually when you stop giving the body the emotion because of the thoughts. So it throws the thoughts at you and the thoughts create the emotional reaction that it wants. When you stop letting the thoughts create the emotional reaction, that's when that physical body goes into this detox mm -hmm. and man that's even wilder mm -hmm. just like two boss levels <laughs> two boss levels and so we're not sharing this with you to, to help make it so that it feels like this is impossible or insurmountable no, certainly not it's very very possible and in fact now that you know about it like this information is psychoactive the second that you start learning about this it's going to become easier for you to recognize it so i want this to give you a little bit of solace if you've like been struggling with like, oh, why is it like, no matter what job I get, or no matter what relationship I have, or no matter what XYZ, I, I still have this state of this feeling of unworthiness, or this feeling of emptiness, or this feeling of disgrace, or this feeling of shame. And no matter what I change on my external reality, and maybe it's gone for a little bit because I got a raise or a promotion or a new girlfriend or whatever. But within three months, invariably, it always comes back. Mm -hmm. If that is you, then this is why. And you I want are you are addicted to your emotion. You're addicted to the emotion of unworthiness. You're, you're sorry. Let me rephrase that. Your body is addicted to the emotion of unworthiness and the cocktail that it creates. That's not you. That's not you. Yes. Great. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for that reframe. Yeah. You are beyond that. You are so far beyond that. Yes. It's part of you just like your hand is, but you don't look at your hand and be like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. You know, I like, am my hand. Right? Like, well, maybe some people not, do, but I, yeah, that's not like, it's not all of you. Right. So, so yeah, the body is like, you're inseparable from it, of course. Right. Until you die. But like, that is not all you are. And it's got you by the balls, guys. Maybe also the ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there's another one, right? Like, um, there's another chemical cocktail. <laughs> it's a whole other one. That's not for today's podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that um, when we do some more sacred sexuality chats. Yeah. But, uh, but I think that's good for... So what are we going to do about today? it? What are we going to do about it? Uh, I mean, like, you know, maybe I'm like the one-hit wonder or something. <laughs> But honestly, guys, like all you need to do is 
concentration meditation. I would say it's two things. And become the witness okay, of three, your thoughts, then three feelings, things. and emotions. And? Is this my turn? Yeah. Is it Sophie's turn? Yeah? Yeah. Third thing? Okay. Third so thing. three things. So just to summarize, number one, meditation. Yeah. Concentration meditation, specifically five minutes a day. We have a podcast episode on it. Number two. Become the witness. Focus on becoming the witness. Disidentify with thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Yeah. And number three, be willing to be aware that this is just an addiction and a withdrawal process mm -hmm. to give you additional clarity when it does happen. Totally. Because invariably it will happen. And when you know it will happen and that when it's happening, that's all this is, it is way easier to let go of that's it. That's a great reframe because one of the other things it does is sneaky. Mm -hmm. It knows you so well. It's been around your whole life. And it's going to tell you. Sian and Sophie are lying. You're just this way. People never change. Don't listen to them. They're full of shit. I mean, I'm only half full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> only half. Only half. Okay, so let your, let your subconscious remember that she's only half full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but which half is the question, and that's for you to find it. <laughs> <laughs> you can make that de that decision on but your no, own. No, seriously, it, it is going to lie to you. Yeah. And it's going to try to tell like, you stories that you will believe or not. Not like, just about us, about your friends, about your family, about what people are saying behind about, your back, about, about how likely you, your child is to be in danger right now. About who you are. Mm -hmm. uh, who, who are you to think you can transcend this yeah you've been all like humans this your, are like this you've been like this your whole life look everyone, at your mom look at how she's like this. Is like this what makes you think you're different or special the fact that you're listening to this podcast is what makes you different and yeah. special and we love you so, for it so just know that those kind of narratives pop up and they're no different than the thought feeling or emotion that's trying to get you in or sorry the thought that's trying to get you into the feeling and emotion. Mm -hmm. They're actually not. Yeah, they're exactly the they're, same. They're thing. they're the same, and they're just a different level. They're just a different level, a different part of your psyche trying to grab you and make you believe its narrative. And at the very end of the day, whether you catch it or not, when you do eventually wake up, have a good laugh about it. <laughs> Because now it's time to become friends with that part of you. Yeah. <laughs> and just having joy and having laughter about the process is the most important thing you can do. Yeah. You're not going to catch it on the first time. No. You know? So give yourself some grace. And when you do finally wake up, whether it's halfway through the trigger, all the way through the trigger, two years after the trigger, when you realize it, have a good laugh and you start again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to know, like, even though this part of you is is like it seems like it's against you in some way it's not no it's just it's, bringing you back to homeostasis it's, it's it's actually manifesting exactly what you've wanted up to this point mm -hmm. and now you just have to train it into something new mm -hmm. and we do that with kindness and love like we're training a puppy mm -hmm. so, or your favorite kid or your favorite kid not, not the other not, ones not, though. not the other asshole kids yeah, yeah. Just the yeah, favorite one. Your favorite kid, yeah. It's it's kindness and love and and just, you know, understanding. You know, that's important because you're you're with this part of you the rest of your life. It's the only part of you you'll never get rid of. Yeah. It's not like a kid or a dog that you can just, you know, give up 
I don't think you can do that to kids either. I mean, some people give kids up for adoption. I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's a common thing, though. Yeah. Yeah. But you literally can't with your body and True. your subconscious. You're, you're literally, like, a part of you're it. Stuck you're stuck with, with it with for it. life. So, so, you know, you better be nice to it. Yeah. It's the yeah. longest relationship you'll yeah. ever have. You might as well make it a good and, one. And if, and if you're nice to it and kind, it's going to unfold slowly. Don't expect this to happen overnight. Yeah. It's a flower that will bloom in its own time. Meet it with love. Yeah. And, you know, like you're going to see amazing progress really quickly and then you're going to have a slip and don't let it, don't let it uh, grab you when that happens. That's where the love <laughs> comes and the that's, laughter comes that's from. Like, that's what they mean by compassion. Mm -hmm. right? For self. Have yes. Compassion for yourself and all the beings that are part of you. And with that, I'm in. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. We are so grateful that you decided to hit play on today's episode. If anything in this episode has inspired you or helped you transform your life, make sure to let others know by sharing a review on Spotify or iTunes so we can keep our community growing. We absolutely adore giving away free gifts. Send us a screenshot of your review to team at theprism.org to receive a special meditation from us as a gift of gratitude. We absolutely cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Between now and then, don't forget to visit our website at theprism.org. And remember, the goal is always in you.